You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. We are starting a brand new series today, and uh, the title of our series is Redefined. This is the, sh- the longest sermon that Jesus preached, and this is also going to be the longest series we're going to have in Victory. This is going to run for 16 weeks. And uh, different topics that will be covered, um, we'll talk about from um, loving your enemies, to money, to anxiety, to uh, marriage and divorce, and on all of these things, 16 different topics for the next 16 weeks. And it's really interesting, uh, as we study this uh, sermon, we're calling this Redefined because if you read the sermon, you'll realize Jesus was actually redefining the way, uh, the way we live our lives. And redefined means uh, defining differently or defining again. You know, if you're, uh, if you're a Christian and uh, you're reading the Bible, I'm sure you've came across this verse that says, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation, the old has gone and the new has come. So when you're in Christ, everything is made new. There's new master, uh, there's, you have, you're given a new heart, that's why you have new desires. Now you have a desire for God, and now there's a new way of living. You know, if you, every time you go to a different nation, kung nag-traveler po kayo, nag-travel na kayo sa ibang bansa, you'll instantly notice the difference in language or culture, sometimes the smell, uh, immediately, pag, pagpasok nyo pa lang dun sa airport, no, makikita nyo na na, uy, iba. You know, I still remember the first time I, I went out of the country for a two weeks mission trip to China. It was very different. Parang, uy, may ganito pala. You know, I was so used to our culture and living here in the Philippines that when I went there, it, it was really a, a culture sh- uh, a shock for me. Um, if you go to Japan, you know, immediately you'll see people are so disciplined. Gabi yung mga tao dun, ano, mukhang robot. Very, yung nakaline lang sila from the elevator to lining up going to the train station. Parang wala nag-uusap, ganun lang. They're, they're so disciplined, then you have no choice but to adopt. So kahit kami na, hindi kami ma- nagiging conscious ka na rin eh, parang, uy, pipila ka na rin. When you go to the U.S., Na notice ko po kaagad ang gagaling mag-English. Grabe na. Lagi ako naka dapat ready ka pa kasi mahilig silang mag-greet eh, yung Hey, how's your day? Pag di ka ready pa, processing, processing. <laughs> Nung naisip ko na nakaalis na eh para uh, uh, next time, next time. So, they're just so good, okay? And you have to be prepared. There, uh, the state where I stayed for three months because I I was sent there and uh, to study for three months. Uh, in Nashville area, ho, I re- I noticed that people are so uh, they are so concerned about their personal space. Ayon nila ng masyado kang malapit. Like if you're going to enter a convenience store or a restaurant, pag nakita ka nila, sila. Parang may sakit ka. <laughs> so, hindi sila makikipagsabayan. Sa atin, di ba, sanay na sanay tayo. Umi- sanay na sanay na tayo kahit may kausap kayo. 
Sa kanila, hindi pwede yun. Kailangan. Okay, go. And the moment you pass by, tsaka lang sila dadaan because, you know, they're so used to it. Now, in the same way, the moment you become a Christian, not only that you received salvation, but the Bible says you are, uh, you're, you became part of God's kingdom. We have a new God, we have a new master, and, and there's a different way of life. And so, uh, in, that's why what this series is all about. Okay? It's redefining. Because we're so used to living the life we, uh, we used to live. And so, now that we're Christians... We're re- reorienting and renewing our mind. So expect, a, uh, really expect a, cu- a culture uh, clash and really a reversal of values. Minsan tayo, may sarili tayong value as a family and as a Filipino, but now that you're a Christian, you'll realize sometimes there will be tensions because now that you are walking with Christ. So again, for the next 16 weeks, we'll look at, we'll, we're going to look at the sermon at the mount so if you have your bible with you we're going to start in matthew chapter 5 and we're going to read from verse 1 to 12 seeing the crowds he went up on the mountain and when he sat down his disciples came to him and then he opened his mouth and taught them saying blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. And blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you and false persecute you and other all kinds of evil, evil against you falsely on my account. Verse 12, Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Now, just to give you a little context about this, uh, Jesus just started his ministry after... Uh, Fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was tempted by the devil. And then after that, he began his ministry. Immediately after, he started calling his first disciples and started ministering to great crowds of people. And people love to listen to him. They are, it's so new to them and he's preaching with authority, challenging the norms and the religious teachings of their, of their time. Now, in, in chapter 5, verse 1, there's this uh, big crowd that, that's waiting for him. And so the Bible says he went to the mountain and started teaching them. And in the audience are Jesus' disciples and people who are new in the faith. Siguro ibo sa dito, you're just maybe one, two years in the faith, walking with the Lord. And so uh, we can relate to the audience of Jesus. Now, Maybe you noticed kanina, nung binabasa po natin yung Matthew chapter 5, uh, it, it, really at first, when I was studying this, it, it's really counter-cultural. It's counter-intuitive from the life that we know today. The Sermon on the Mount will not make sense to us unless we understand the meaning of the word blessed. Kasi parang blessed are those who mourn, huh? Parang, that's not what we advocate today. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit. No, we don't say that. 
we consider the, the rich or the wealthy. They are the blessed ones. But poor, I don't think so. And so all these nine Beatitudes, these are really uh, not making sense unless we understand the word blessed. So the word blessed, uh, if you uh, look at the original meaning of this in Greek, it's from the Greek word makarios, meaning happy. How many of you here, you want to be happy? Okay, I'm yet to meet somebody whose dream in life is to have a miserable and sad life. Wala pa ako namimito na ang prayer niya, Lord, maging miserable sana yung buhay ko, sana yung pang telenovela, yung lagi akong umiiyak, yan ang pangarap ko sa buhay, Lord. Wala pa naman, ano, every... Everyone I know, we, we want to be happy. Here's what Blaise uh, Pascal said. He's a noted Christian leader and writer who lived in the 1600s. He said, all men seek happiness. This is without exception. Whatever different means they employ, they all tend to this end. The cause of some going to war and of others avoiding it is the same desire in both attended with different views. This is the motive of every action of every man. So we're, we're all looking for happiness. And many times that's the motivation behind everything that we do. Why am I doing this? And that's because of the pursuit of happiness. I want to be happy. I want to make somebody happy. I want to make my wife happy. I want, I, so it's the motivation in everything that we do. Another meaning of the word uh, blessed or makarios is an inviolable state worthy of congratulations. So again, parang, it doesn't make sense. Parang, this, if you're blessed, you're somebody who ought to be congratulated, just like Stephen Curry, who's now, who landed the biggest uh, offer in the NBA, congratulated by LeBron. Yun yung ma- parang, oh, ayan, diba? Ang laki ng contract, congratulations. Now, that's the meaning of Macarius, an inward contentedness that is not affected by circumstances. Now, during the time of Jesus, every time they word, they use the word blessed. Normally, they think of the gods, the Greek gods, or the dead, who is considered uh, the, mas blessed pa yung mga patay, ano? because there's no bad things that's ever going to happen to them again. So every time the word bless is mentioned, they will assign that to the Greek gods, to the dead, or to the super rich. During their time, yan yung kinoconsider nila na blessed. Okay? People who are uh, considered to be immune from problems and, and, and all the challenges that normal people experience. You know, if you, if you search on Instagram, uh, the hashtag blessed, you'll find out there are 74 million hashtag, okay, na blessed sa Instagram. Pero pag pronounce mo, most of it really pertains to either a promotion, uh, material, or financial. It's, it's referring to healing or improvement in health or a place that they visited or it refers to a, to a happening or people. So normally, yan yung mga ibig sabihin ng blessed. Okay? Pag nakakuha ka ng magandang parking agad, blessed. Okay? Or nginitean ka nung pinagpipray mo, di ba? Blessed in church. So, normally it refers to a good thing happening or a good thing that happened to someone. Now, that's our idea of 
blessed. Um, no wonder, considering the meaning of blessed or makarius, uh, a happiness that is not based on external and the circumstance, no wonder if this is our definition of blessed, something that is based on something that is temporal or external, then we will not be happy. And we will not consider ourselves blessed because these things come and go. Like healing. Uh, We pray for healing and healing is good. I'm not saying these things are not good. It's good to have these things. These are blessings. But these are not the primary basis in order for us to say that someone is blessed. According to the teaching of Jesus, uh, the, the, the Beatitudes, these are not. So whether you have this or not, you can be a blessed person. Because the idea of bless is something that is not based on external or temporal. Again, like healing, diba? If you pray for healing, tapos gumaling ka para ah, blessed. But you know that's temporal because you will get sick again and eventually we'll all die. So that's not really the, the greatest blessing of all. I was uh, talking to my daughter uh, I guess two days ago, we are having this conversation. Uh, she was invited to a birthday party and they stayed in Kedzania for almost the entire day. I don't know, 9, 10 a.m. And then I have to pick her up at 4 p.m. because I have a victory group at 6 o'clock. So I have to go there. And when I went there, I saw her. I And she was not happy. She's sad. She's complaining a lot of, about a lot of things. And I just knew that it was a discipleship moment. So I stopped the car and talked to her. And I said, why are you, why are you complaining? And so after talking to her and trying to draw out what, and help her process what she's feeling, I she said, because every time it's about to end. Okay? This is not just about Kidzania. I've noticed this several times already. And she said, because every time it's about to end, I feel sad. And it makes sense. But I have to explain to her that, okay, but you have to understand that it's not always going to be fun. And if you don't learn that today, you're going to grow up frustrated and disappointed. Because it's not always going to be fun, but you can always be grateful. When you understand that you're blessed and you have a lot of things to be thankful about. So I have to teach her that and and talk to her. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. You know, one thing we need to understand about being blessed is that it doesn't start with uh, a happening or a promotion. It starts with a right relationship with God. You know, the first beatitude, it says, Blessed are the poor in spirit. What does it mean, poor in spirit? I like what um, Alexander McLaren said about this. He said, To be poor in spirit is to be an inmost reality, conscious of need, of emptiness, of dependence on God, of demerit. The true estimate of self as blind, evil, weak, is intended. So that's what it means to be poor in the spirit. It means realizing your real spiritual condition. And the moment that you are morally bankrupt and in spite of having these things without Christ in your life, 
And without your sins being forgiven, you basically have nothing. The Bible says, apart from Christ, you're nothing. We have nothing. And the Bible says, the moment we realize that, the moment our eyes are opened, and the moment we humble ourselves and say, Lord, apart from you, all of these things, it's worthless. The Bible says, you're blessed. Congratulations. Because now, you're going to encounter God. And you're going to experience what it really means to be blessed. Because blessed doesn't start with having a a material thing. It starts with the right relationship with God. So blessed. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you're blessed. So whether you get what you're praying for or not, doesn't matter. You're still blessed. Whether you receive your healing or not, you're still blessed. You know, the Bible says we will not receive in this life all that God has promised for us. Some of it we're going to receive here, but some of it we're not going to receive in this life. But it's okay because Jesus is going to return and He promised to restore all things. And you may not receive what God promised in this life. For sure when He returns, God will fulfill all His promises to you and me. And in the end, He will still be proven faithful. So we are blessed because our hope is not just in this life, but in the life to come. Another observation about the Beatitudes is that one of the most important but overlooked details about the Sermon on the Mount is where Jesus gave the sermon. There, there is a reason for including that detail where Jesus preached the Sermon on the Mount. It can happen in the temple, but Jesus gave this sermon on the mount. And he was talking about the law. That's why he kept on referring. If you read chapter 5, 6, 7, you would notice that Jesus would say, you know that it's written. So he's referring to the law that Moses gave, and then he will redefine its meaning or, or upgrade the people's understanding of it. So this is a, the similarity between Jesus giving the Sermon on the Mount and, and Moses giving the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai is that they gave the law after they were saved and delivered. Moses gave the Ten Commandments after God delivered the, the Israelites from Egypt from 400 years of slavery. And when they crossed the Red Sea, the Bible says that's baptism. And I would understand why. Can you imagine mga 1-2 million Israelites crossing the Red Sea? Can you imagine Moses kung minanual baptism niya yun? Kabi, isang buwan na tayo dito! Kung isang uh, everyday ka nagbabaptize, sakit nun, di ba? So the Bible says, when they cross the Red Sea, that's a picture of baptism. So when they reach this point of Moses giving the law, the Ten Commandments, they were delivered. They are saved. So the law is not for them to obey so that they will be saved. No, I will live that way because I am saved. God was starting a new nation. They were so used to the life that they lived in Egypt. Having stayed there for 400 years, ito yung culture na nakinamulatan nila, ito yung way of life na alam nila, now that they are in God, and God is starting a new nation under God, God has to give them the Ten Commandments so they would know how to live as the people of God. So in the same way, the Sermon on the, uh, on the Mount, it's, 
These are things that we ought to live, not so God will bless us. No, we're already blessed. That's why we're going to live this way. In fact, understanding that you are blessed will enable you to live this way. Kaya sabi Lord, so parang double meaning. You know, you're blessed if you continually do this, you will, continue, you will be blessed in a greater way, but also you will be able to live this way because you're blessed. You can be hungry and thirsty for righteousness because you're given a new heart. You can be meek, humble, and not asserting your, yourself over others because you know God has already given you all things. And God promised to exalt the humble. So hindi ko kailangan mag-manipulate. I don't, know, I don't need to force myself. I can be meek. We can be merciful because we have been shown mercy. How many of you here, you know you receive mercy from God? And how many of you here, you need mercy every day? That's why the Bible says His mercy is new every morning. That's why I can be merciful to others. That's why I can extend mercy even to those who have wronged me. You know why? Because I'm a recipient of God's mercy. And the Bible says, be merciful the way God has been merciful to you. We can be pure in heart. Blessed are the pure in heart. We can be pure in heart. We can live a life of integrity. We can live pure and holy because we're no longer slave to sin. Because of what Christ has done for us, because we, we have Christ in us, we can live in freedom. We can follow Christ. We can live for Him. We can be pure in heart. We can be peacemaker. Because God did not only save you and me, He gave us a ministry of reconciliation. We can rejoice and be glad even when we are persecuted for our faith. Because the Bible says the life we live, we no longer live for ourselves, but we live for God, who, who gave His life for us. Grabe si Lord nga eh. Wala siyang tinira. He gave everything. He gave His life. And because of what Christ has done, I can also surrender all. I can also give my all because of what Christ has done for us. So I am blessed because I have Christ. So whether God is, have answered my prayer requests already or not, I'm still blessed because I have Christ. And because I am blessed, I can live this way. You know, as I end um, in verse 12, the summary of the Beatitudes, it says, Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For great is your reward in heaven. You know, I, my rest day is Monday. Sunday kasi may work, no? So, Mondays are, is our day off. And I always look forward to Monday. Dati yung hilig kong hashtag, I love Monday. And sometimes, you know, uh, you know, we will work Tuesday to Sunday. May mga weeks talaga sobrang loaded. Alam mo, you'll start it early and then you'll go home 12. I mean, there's just, sometimes it's just crazy. But you know, because I know there's Monday, I can just... Work with all my heart. May nilulok forward ako, di bali, three days na lang. Okay lang magpuyat, you know, Monday, gigising ako, 5pm na. <laughs> May nilulok forward ka. I mean, if you know, if you're looking forward to something, it motivates you to endure. 
Alam ko, temporary lang to eh. Six days lang to eh. On the seventh day, God rested. And I will rest. So it's okay. What are you waiting for? What are you hoping for? The Bible says we can live this way because great is our reward in heaven. My reward is not just in this life. My reward is Christ himself when he returns. I know that everything in this world is just temporary. Success or failure, temporary. There's something that is eternal. And that's what I look forward to. And so if you have that view, the Bible says you're blessed. Now there's this verse in the Bible, my life verse when I was in college. It says, whoever loses his life for his sake will find it. But whoever keeps his life will lose it. Before I cannot understand what that means, but now I understand. If I lose the life I know, for him, in the process, I will find the life he desires for me. Ito pala yun. You know, there's this life that I know I've been holding on to this. I'm not willing to let go. I've been embracing this. I, I'm not sure if there's something better than this. But the Bible says, if you lose your life, you will find it. And sometimes there are Christians that even though they are in Christ, they are not experiencing the life that God wants for them. You know why? Because they are not willing to let go the life that they used to live and the life that they know. So my encouragement for us is to lose that old life and embrace the life that God is offering to us. Amen? Lord, thank you for renewing our mind today. And thank you for helping us understand what it means to be blessed what it means to really have joy and happiness that is not temporary, not temporal, but eternal. Lord, thank you for helping us understand that we are blessed, not because we have a big salary or family, wife or kids or good health. No, we are blessed because we have you. And that's the reason we are blessed. So Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will change the way we see life and the way we see the world. I pray more and more as we walk with you, we will acquire your values, your mindset, your word. I pray we will see life the way you see it. And I pray we will align our heart and our life to you. So thank you, Lord. Establish us in your word. Let your word search our heart even today. If there's anything in our heart, if there's any idol, anything or anyone where we are basing our happiness, if there's anything or anyone other than you that we look to for meaning, significance, value, or worth, I pray that only you will be our source, will be our God, and will be a reason for living. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray for those of us here today who don't yet have a relationship with you. I pray today you will open their eyes 
and help them realize that they are poor in spirit. They may be rich in terms of money or material things, but apart from you, they have nothing. And I pray that that would cause them to to humble themselves before you, to hunger and thirst for righteousness, to mourn and be grieved about their sins and turn to you. And Lord, you said, that's how we become blessed. So thank you, Lord, for this afternoon. Thank you for your word. We honor you, God. Lord, we declare you are worthy to be worshipped and you are worthy to be praised. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.